And we are live! Hello, fiends, and welcome to Handle Whiskey, presented by the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize. With me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts, Holly, Hooch, and John. And guys, here we are uh, at the tail end of our first uh, really mega-sized phobia for aquaphobia. It's been eight weeks, two months as a whole to go in, into the depths of the abyss. And so much more. Uh, and, you know, we've hit some of the absolute best that this specific subgenre has to offer. And, uh, you know, we have another bit of a throwback. One that's more of a forgotten one, at least in the late 80s. Uh, primarily because it does kind of, like, take certain aspects from some really heavy hitters. Uh, like Aliens. And, uh, you know, the thing, but this is also at a time where there were a lot of, like, underwater, uh, like, horror movies coming out. So, because of that, it kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit, but thankfully, you know, with the recent Blu-ray release, you know, a lot of, like, these premium uh, channels or just streaming services haven't picked it up. More eyes have been able to been brought on to Leviathan, which will be our movie for tonight. Yeah, I'm really excited to um, to talk a little bit about this movie. I'd never seen it before, and uh, I, as I was trying to pick a, a movie for for my for my turn for my rotation, I was looking at those, and I know there's Abyss, there's Deep Deep Six, no, what's it called? Deep Star Six. Deep Star Six. Thank you, and uh, um, and then of course Leviathan are the three that kind of are part of the '80s <clears throat> uh, underwater. Yeah. you know, movies that came out. And I and I knew I had a really low rating, but I thought, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to watch it anyway. It's, it sounds like fun. And uh, I watched the trailer after we met last week. And I didn't realize the incredible, like, stellar cast that it has. And then I got super mm -hmm. fucking excited. And then I watched the movie, and I fucking loved it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that the only reason this movie has a low rating, it's because it's it's compared to Alien and the Thing. I mean, if mm -hmm. you're if you're going up against the big the big boys, you're gonna fall short a little bit. And yeah, maybe the monster's a little stupider, but <laughs> you know, whatever. It's got Peter Weller in it, and that's really important. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I will say though, like at at the end of the day, I think the biggest drawback people have with Leviathan is because it, it feels like a movie that you've already seen before but like for me personally i still enjoy this movie mm -hmm. but i will say once you see the the full like uh monster effect towards the end of the movie with the way that the lighting was it did this movie a huge disservice for the actual creature effects in the movie had it been more darkly lit I don't think people would have been as harsh mm -hmm. on Leviathan as they have been over the years. But, you know, you mentioned the overall ratings. I know, like, on Rotten Tomatoes, it's still, like, 25%. like 14% yeah, or something ridiculous. <laughs> but, like, on IMDb, it's posted at, like, a 7.5. So there, there's definitely a disconnect from when it came out versus where it's sitting at now. But all in all, like, yes, all-star cast, really. Uh, you know, so some interesting plot points. Right. Uh, but, you know, there there was one other B-movie that came out around the same time uh, from Roger Corman, which was Lords of the Deep, which was also in similar fashion uh, to the other movies that you would have listed mm -hmm. as well. I missed that one. 
Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. I Lords of the Deep sounds kind of good, too. Is it, is it an underwater is it uh, station movie similar <laughs> to, to this one? Well, it also came out in 1989. Oh, so, you know, you have four different, like, underwater yeah. <laughs> movies now, this, all coming out. Yeah, this one is definitely alien underwater mm-hmm. for sure but the thing too uh, with a splash of the thing yeah and like i said uh, the monster is fairly disappointing but and there's mm. and it's disappointing in a couple of different ways which is well, hilarious and, and <laughs> that we get that'll get more towards the end sure, like the sure. third act Let's, because yeah. really like in fairness the monster <laughs> some of the Forms of the monster are pretty cool early on in the movie. The snaky part, yeah, like uh, what well, and the uh, the sort of uh, the the thing the the mutant version where we see the guy, the two, no, not even the face, the two oh, people melded together. That's which, six second Bridget. Yeah, which I feel like was kind of the best form of the monster, yeah. but I mean that's still a little further down from the beginning, but. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like the th- we'll get to it. But we'll the third act is Let's a little just... bit saggy. But yeah. like, the, let's get uh, to the beginning, though. Right? Yeah, but we'll start at the beginning. And... <laughs> so, do we want to do a quick little yeah. run through of the synopsis, or just go like scene by scene? What would you like to do today, T? Well, I mean, the the, the basic premise, you know, we have Leviathan following, which is uh, this underwater mine and crew uh, who discover this sunken Russian ship, uh, Leviathan. So while they investigate the shipwreck, they uh, unknowingly unleash this gene mutating virus that begins to absorb the victims into uh, kind of like a hybrid human marine life monster. Uh, so you know, obviously, like the creature effects in this movie are hit and miss. Uh, they were done by Stan Winston Studio, uh, who drew a lot of inspiration from the marine wildlife as well as like different medical books. And, you know, much like in The Thing, the monster had the ability to assimilate, uh, you know, its victims. And, you know, basically what would happen is you would have, like, these human body parts combined with the anatomy of different kinds of deep-sea marine life out there. So, as we mentioned, it's basically, you know, The Thing just set underwater. Obviously, there's still a lot of, like, claustrophobia-type, like, corridors and stuff. Very similar to what you would expect from Alien. Uh, so, you know, you kind of got the best of both worlds to to a varying degree. Uh, but, of course, you know, you have, you know, one of the mining crew members uh, beginning to mutate, and they start to kill one another, and then they sort of, like, merge. So all of a sudden, you have, like, three or four different bodies combined uh, into, like, all of these other creature elements over the course of the movie. But I have to say, the way that we we get to... The, the gene mutation. I laughed so hard the first time I saw this movie because, of course, you know, you have the whole ordeal where he fought, like, you have the, the Russian vodka yeah. as, like, a major plot in the fight. Yeah. And then the he flask. had the flask, yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, like, early in the movie, they kind of introduce all the characters, mm-hmm. and it's it's that formula of the thing and alien where each character kind of has their specific trait that's to them and uh and uh, you know it's like they have to, like have the guy who's like the jerk uh character i forget what his name is the guy from home alone something strange six 
Sexy yeah, guy. and he's famous because this is an all-star cast. Pretty much right. everybody yeah. in this movie practically is famous. Uh, that guy, though, I have to say, he was so over the top. Yeah, he, it was like he was clearly meant to be. Like I, I kept thinking, this is this is, was the role that's meant for. Uh, of course, I just blanked on his name, but the guy from Aliens and Weird Science. Uh, you know, game Paul over, Reiser. man. <laughs> Wait, no. no, not Paul Reiser. You know, game the game over, man. Uh, and he's in Weird Science. Uh, and he died recently. Uh, but clearly, uh, I don't know, now my point doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but uh, this is clearly meant for him. I'm going to have to. He has to look it up. All right. You're thinking of Bill, Bill Paxton. Paxton. Oh, yeah, Bill Paxton. Oh, he just died? He's the Bill Paxton oh. character, except not as likable as Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton can be <laughs> the of, asshole and still be likable. Because he's kind of cute. He looks like the boy next door, whereas Home Alone guy just kind of looks like a you know scumbag a little bit. Sorry, and he's kind of sleazy looking. Yeah, a little sleazy looking. But I love how he, every time they were in the mess hall, like it's like every sexual harassment video yeah. I've seen. You know, training was, at your office. I'm like, oh, that's my office. I mean, that's my office video. <laughs> yeah. he, he was aggressively harassing. I know. Everyone. And the ladies just took it. I was like. Oh. And then he would like bully all the guys. Too. Oh my God. That's right. And uh, he, was on, he needed to be stopped. He, and then, but it was funny too, because he played early on. He plays that trick on the one woman. He gets that spider thing from the yeah, water. And puts it that was a it. nasty trick too. But then she does the same. She puts it in his thing, and he completely loses it. I know. It. That it's was like, very upsetting. Where you're like, oh, you're supposed to at least go, ha ha, you got <laughs> me. Okay, I'll stop. Yeah. Not like, oh, I'm going to hit you now. Yeah, like, exactly. Holy he shit. didn't want to go out. He was like trying to get to her and like attack her. He was like, oh my God. The future astronaut. And I was like, okay, I like that. I mean, he was trying to get physical with her one way or the yeah, other. Exactly. You know, just like a different direction. <laughs> very like, uh, yeah, that was like of its time very much. Well, and even like, uh, even Bill Paxton's character in the second Aliens movie, he's sleazy towards the women, but not like as aggressively sleazy as, as this yeah. guy is. Again, like, Because I mean, Paxton. he humps one of I mean, not a lot, but like, she's trying to pass him or something and he's like, you know, Jesus. basically full body up against her. And I was like, holy shit, somebody say something, please. So, somebody call HR. And then, like, Ernie, <laughs> Ernie Hudson, I forget his name in the in the, in the in the movie, but he actually, like, he, he looked like he buffed up a lot, like, from different yeah. from Ghostbusters. But, like, I was like, mm -hmm. you're, like, twice the size, do something. <laughs> Instead, he's just like, ugh, I hate that guy. And I'm like, Jesus, come on, guys. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they kind of early on establish all the different characters. Yeah. And, uh, so you don't feel so bad when he gets, you know, all the bad things that happen to him. Which is true. I didn't feel so bad. And I was, <laughs> so I was comparing this, because I had thought this movie might be a, a like, a ripoff of The Abyss, but it came out the same year as The Abyss. It could still be the case though, right? Right, because studios know what each other are doing and mm -hmm. working on it. And that was, The Abyss was a huge movie that even in, for those couple of years before, people knew he was making that movie. And I kind of suspect that, like, they may have been aware of some elements of The Abyss, but mm -hmm. not everything, obviously. And so they were kind of like, even though this movie is the thing and 
alien. I feel like there is. I don't know how much they knew, but there's a, some stuff that actually lines up pretty closely with the abyss, which is actually surprising. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Russian craft is similar because there's a similar plot point in Abyss where there's a downed Russian submarine and they find, I think, nuclear weapons on the oh. submarine. Of its which time is different. too, yeah. But, uh, and then this movie has the downed uh, Russian boat that has the experiments on it, which is very similar. The way they kind of set up that boat... <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> the way they kind of set up that up boat and going over there is reminiscent of the thing when they find that Norwegian camp and they go and they find all this, you know, all the stuff at the Norwegian camp and uh, what happened there with that creature. But yeah, as you say, this creature though was hiding in the flask of vodka. Yeah, that was interesting how. <laughs> They made that work. But, uh... <laughs> I guess it's just a single cell. Well, they yeah. Implied, well, they say that they... They did that on purpose. The Russians did that on yeah, purpose. Yeah, because they want to experiment. Yeah, exactly. But then they, you mm. know, disabled or destroyed their own ship, their own vessel, so it wouldn't come back. So was it not... It wasn't an accident, but then they weren't prepared well, for what was going to happen. It makes me, I just realized, because I, I wasn't thinking closely, it just makes me realize, though, that what they did, essentially, which is kind of silly or stupid, is that these Russian scientists on this boat, they sort of infected the crew uh-huh. to see what would happen. In close quarters, under, underwater with them. Right. And, and of course, all <laughs> hell broke loose and then everybody got killed. But it's like, wouldn't they just put him in a lab people that behind they bars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like puppies <laughs> and whatnot. Seems kind of bad to experiment on the crew of the ship that are manning the boat that you're on. And if it's in a flask, it's not like they found it down there, so they took him down there to experiment. No, on no, it's a it's a boat, <laughs> boat but it sank because of the. the oh, issues. I see. Okay, it wasn't like an underwater. Thank facility. you, because for a second there, I was like, wait a minute. It's not totally clear because you never really see the Russian boat fully. You just see like mm-hmm. parts, yeah. the part with the, mm-hmm. the lettering on it and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah. And then I was, um, I was going to say, <laughs> I, I compared it a little bit to, uh, was it just called Deep Sea, the one with a Kristen? Oh, uh, underwater. Stewart. Underwater. So underwater had a really nice way of creating a claustrophobia or just like that, not claustrophobia that that fear of not having enough oxygen which i guess some people feel that when they have claustrophobia yeah. but uh that that fear of, of, of about to die because of not having enough oxygen and and uh, i noticed uh that leviathan does has that moment at the very early in, in the beginning with the, the one crew member shoot i forget his name but um he you know his, his suit is malfunctioning and, and yeah, he's about uh, to die did you, did you, to jesus yeah, or something jesus, like that yeah. De Jesus, De Jesus. De Jesus. And they rush him in and they save him and all that. But um, but it was, uh, and I did get a little sense of like, oh no, oh no. But uh, in, in Deep Sea, like that was huge. Yeah. And they did a really good job. And, underwater. But I mean, underwater. <laughs> <laughs> underwater. And then uh, additionally, I, so I found myself just comparing the tech basically is what we're, what we're getting at, right? Like they had just better special effects. Although maybe you can recreate that feeling without a lot of special effects. But that's, yeah. I don't know about that. You know, I shouldn't be so judgmental. This this movie being a bit more low budget, it felt more 25 like... 25 million, though. 
Yeah, yeah. I guess ten of those is just well, for the cast, right? And being older too. That's yeah, true. I'm sure most of that money went to the cast. Mm-hmm. Peter Weller and yeah. But like uh, that's a pretty woman. But this movie definitely felt more like you were on sets. Like it didn't right. feel totally. The underwater convincing. didn't exactly look like underwater. And I was I spent a lot of time Yeah, yeah exactly. it wasn't. But I mean neither <laughs> was the other movie that we were just talking about, whose name I can't seem to deep see deep Underwater. Underwater. <laughs> Well, I mean, Underwater did a really good job in, like, making it look that way, right? And in this one, because I was comparing it, because, mm-hmm. I mean, they had so many similar scenes in that they're, uh, they're working uh, um, underwater and, uh, and you know, they're working on these gigantic pipes and whatnot. It's, they have so many similar scenes that I found myself comparing the tech. And, um, you know, they had that whole effect of, like, tiny little, like, particles. Yeah. To try to make it look like water. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but then I just found myself looking for bubbles. <laughs> Yeah. I was always looking for bubbles. And there they, were no bubbles in this movie. There were only bubbles when there were close-ups of work being done. Okay. So they'd be like a cut to, you know, oh, we're drilling into this and then there's bubbles. But anywhere else, there were no bubbles. You can definitely tell that some of those shots, there were some good miniature shots mm-hmm. where it was like the work facility. But you could really tell that those shots were just like... They put a blue filter on the lights, and they put some smoke in the air, yeah. and just filmed in. Which is know. fine. I mean, that's what you're going to do. That's what yeah. you got to do. And, I mean, we're comparing it to a movie that is, like, freaking, like, 40 years later, you know? So, or a little under that, but still, it's But it know, does. Huge. It does make me wonder, though, completely nitpicking, but it does kind of make me wonder, like, if you're making Leviathan... This is also kind of why I feel, I guess it's underwater was kind of the thing at that time and maybe the abyss influenced it. But it feels like it's easier just to set it in outer space and then you can just have your star backgrounds and you don't really have to do much. Yeah. Doing it, making it convincing underwater, I think is much more difficult than outer space. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That'd be something trying to get cameras down. Which... The Abyss did not fake it. They famously spent tons of money to film Ooh. underwater for real in big tanks. Nice. Mm-hmm. But I would also compare, since you're bringing up underwater, just to make a quick comparison. Under, we talked about this also when we talked about underwater, but underwater just foregoes all of that setup. Like, all of that kind of typical, standard, like tropey uh, introduction of the characters yeah. and their various personalities no, nice. and mm-hmm. all that. Underwater just said, you've already seen these movies. Yeah. We're not even going to do that. We're just going to yeah. jump right <laughs> into the parts you want to see with gotta, the action. Yeah, the you got to pick up on it from like clues uh, throughout the movie, which I thought was much better. Yeah, yeah. But this movie, I mean... And it, yeah, we're immediately yeah, in the danger yeah. zone. But in fairness, you know, this is an 80s movie, so they did that very, very kind of typical thing of, like, oh, like, each character has their one trait that kind of defines them, you know? It's like, the the, the Jesus guy, he got a lot of attention right in the beginning. And then, with like, part, and then he just faded it. away. I thought yeah. it was going to be a bigger character, yeah. and then he got, like, and then he was a little, like, like uh, I guess they made was didn't they make him like superstitious or something? He had something going on. And I yeah, was like, I, was like, but I guess like this isn't a crew. Although like the mixture of the crew is kind of interesting. So we've got it's it's they're drilling for minerals, right? Silver, right? Silver, silver. That's right. 
Yeah, and uh, with the Tri Ocean Corporation, you know, uh, and their supervisor Meg Foster, <laughs> who honestly I love her. You can't, you, you just can't lose with those evil eyes she's got. They're pretty great. Yeah. But uh, so we've got the chief of <laughs> geologist down there. Yeah, Peter Weller. Peter Weller, who would have otherwise not been there, and then you've got somebody trained to be an astronaut, <laughs> which was kind of neat. I dug that. Uh, and then you got. Um, I can't remember what uh, Ernie Hudson was supposed to be doing or what kind of his background was other than just like, you know, tech dude like Bridget and Six Pack and then GP. That was the that was the, the guy from uh, 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 Pretty Woman, Hector Elion. So. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got Doc who's supposed to be a renowned scientist who somehow has like a dark background like he did some shit which i love those characters yeah. i really love those characters i'm like <laughs> oh i'm the top of my fucking blah 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 but also i have a debilitating you know vice you know and and, and now I, I have to work with you numb nuts so <laughs> well, i have to say though it was a little bit weird how they made a big point in the beginning of the movie where they needed him and he wasn't around. Mm -hmm. And then he jokingly was said that he was like playing golf or yeah. whatever. Yeah. But they never really resolved that. And then that never quite played. I mean, he ended up having kind of a dark past, but it was like, and again, maybe I'm nitpicking, but it's kind of like, well, what, why wasn't he there? Like, what was he doing? Because he obviously wasn't playing golf. He was kidding. But was he, like, he, taking drugs or, like, sleeping and just didn't care? I think what? it was the sleeping part because he was didn't. He sleeping, well, probably. I mean, they don't say that now that I think about it. I don't think they don't, so. They don't explain it. And I, I just, he doesn't seem like he has a drug addiction. They didn't hint. They didn't have any clues for that. So I'm thinking the only clue is that he just doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he just kind of didn't care. Like, he's, he's just there for a paycheck <laughs> and um, he didn't think anything was going to go wrong. Yeah. So he didn't show up. And but he's supposed to be everybody's security blanket because at the end of the day he wouldn't have been able to do anything anyway. He's a doctor, not a fucking suit tech. Yeah. So they were they would have gone through the whole mm -hmm. thing, but they still called for him. Yeah, for that, some reason. Although that's true. Yeah, that's no, but that's a good point though because what was he going to do to help? Because that guy's suit was decompressing or whatever. Well, yeah, was that's not his fucking field of expertise. But I don't know what the doctor could have done remotely. Breathe slower. Relax. Well, yeah, it was also the fact that he didn't want to work overnight because they were basically speeding up the mission because they were really on the final days before right. they ventured out uh, initially when they found which, the, uh, the the Which, shipper. by the way, the, the speeding up the mission for the pickup is another direct plot point from the abyss oh. where uh one of the big things in that movie is that they're going to get picked up at a certain time uh, above the water and they can't because there's a hurricane going on another hurricane underwater so hurricane it actually had that similar plot point mm -hmm. of the pickup and the storm happening above you know i hate to admit it but i haven't seen the abyss either really i know oh, but yeah. But Oof. okay, so was the hurricane real? Because I know that in this movie there was it just, wasn't real. It yeah. wasn't real, yeah. In the other one, I believe it it was real. I gotcha. believe, yeah. right. but I think it was caused okay, by the aliens or something weird, like a spoiler. Oh, but uh, <laughs> but it, <laughs> but uh, no, that's a good movie. You should definitely see that. I'll but uh, but anyways, uh, what were we saying? Oh, the doctor. So Richard Crenna, yeah, he's kind great. of a big, he's, he's like fantastic. a TV yeah. actor from the 80s. Everybody was wonderful. I love this cast. 
And uh, and the one woman who I can't place, I didn't look her up, but the brunette woman with the British accent. I know I astronaut. I yeah. Shoot. I know I've seen her in a lot of other stuff, but I can't oh, yeah? think of what I, I don't from think, that. I didn't recognize her at all, and maybe maybe she looks different in the other things that she does. But yeah. I think she's been in some other kind of movies of this style, like B sci-fi. Stuff. You know, it didn't bug me that she was like a very attractive person that was like training to be an astronaut, just like an all-around like all you know overachiever. Because the other like young astronauts that I've seen mm-hmm. like in magazines and shit, I'm like. Pretty fucking hot. <laughs> you know, they, like they work out. They, like, you know, they study the sciences. It's like oh, those people are great. Ape. Well, and I, I remember. I'm not sure if I'm remembering this exactly right, but there was a weird thing where someone was giving her crap about being like an astronaut because she wasn't drinking. Maybe. Well, no, but it had something to do with like I can't remember. But there was a weird thing where it was like. Well, it does make sense that she could aspire to be an astronaut by, like, training to be on this underwater facility because it's kind of the same idea. But I have some weird memory of one of the characters being, like, one of the other characters being, like, oh, it doesn't make any sense, like, why you want to be an astronaut when you work down here. And so we're thinking, yeah, it does, actually. Money and, like, the uh, experience of being isolated and shit. I think Poor assholes my harasser. It was probably Six Pack who was probably Six Pack. I'm glad I got eaten. That by jerk. It. I know. I'm glad he died. <laughs> I'm glad he died. <laughs> 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 he, got, he definitely got his comeuppance. Um, I will say, I, I did, I, I did enjoy the the deep dive suits in this one. And what I thought was interesting is you basically had you know suits made for basically all of the the lead actors in this movie. Uh, you had one that was also retrofit to every actor as well. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm really curious to, like, know, like, how heavy those suits were. Because obviously, like, there's a lot to them, and they probably tried to, like, make them as light as they could. But I'm sure that was a bitch to, like, carry carry around on the, the set. Because, you know, you have, like, that old-style, like, mechanical yeah. underwater dive suit. You know, they were big, they were bulky. Uh, but one of the things that I really liked about just the overall design was, you know, they had these bellows at the bottom of the feet so that whenever an actor had stepped down, yeah. it would, like, squirt air. So you would kind of have, like, that ground dust particle effect where it, yeah. like, poofs out uh, on the camera, which was pretty cool. Uh, but, you know, as we mentioned, like, only a handful of scenes in this movie were actually yeah. shot underwater. Uh, you had the production basically going right. for that dry-for-wet look, uh, which is basically this technique where you use a mixture of smoke colored filters, and lighting effects to give the effect of being underwater uh, while you're filming on a dry stage. And, you know, outside of that, you know, they also use, like, fans in slow motion being used uh, to make, like, the hair and clothing, things like that, appear to, like, float in the current. Uh, But, you know, all in all, like, you know, you, you compare it to some of the other you know, similar films. And obviously there's a pretty distinct difference based on the overall visuals when you do compare it to something like The Abyss, which was shot underwater. And I'm not going to say, like, it it greatly takes you away uh, compared to, you know, some of the counterparts. But when you're you're mimicking so much from things that we have seen already, it, it really makes it a lot harder for you to stand out amongst the pack when it was a very busy year specifically for this subgenre. So that's why 
you know, throughout, like, all the years. So this one is, I'm not going to say been completely disregarded, but it's just, it's not right. given the same amount of attention as The Abyss has, which I, I honestly do not think will ever get The Abyss out on Blu-ray because, you know, James Cameron wants to make 1,800 Avatar movies, and we've seen how long the fucking post-production well, takes it, on Is those. it still not out on Blu-ray? Wow. I'm, I'm kind of not surprised because... Oh. Am I mistaken? Is true for some reason? True Lies just popped in my head, which I believe also doesn't have a Blu-ray release yet. Is that James Cameron as well? That's 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 true. yeah, yeah. Which is, is. weird because Abyss and True Lies are huge movies with huge followings. It's mm-hmm. kind of strange that he hasn't done a Blu-ray release this far into the lifespan of Blu-ray. You know? True Lies has a huge following. Yeah, I mean, it's got its fans. It's got its fans. I, I, I would consider myself a fan, but not, like, a lot. It was a big, it was a big hit. Yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis was really great in it, and so, Arnold Schwarzenegger is America's sweetheart. His standard thing. Yeah. But, yeah, it's like, the, the thing about this movie is, like, the budget, it's like, it does a good job of being fairly, looking like a higher budget movie than it is in the first half of it. But I feel like that it's the cracks start to kind of show in the second half and like the third act of the movie. A little bit. Yeah. A lot with the creature, but it can't, if it came out the same year as Abyss, I don't know how close it came out to the Abyss, but I would imagine as soon as the Abyss was released, people just stopped going to Leviathan. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, cause I mean, wasn't Abyss like 88? I thought, I checked and I thought they came out the same year. It was August 9th, Oh, shit, the same year. year. Yeah. Damn, Leviathan never stood a chance. That's the thing, it would have gotten swallowed up yeah. by the abyss, no uh, pun intended. But, uh, <laughs> it, uh, it definitely would have went. Did, the, did Deep Star 6 come out in the same time or was that diff- a different year? All right, I'm looking. I'm looking them all, all up really quick. Leviathan was March seventeenth, nineteen eighty nine, and Star Six was January eighty nine. And the Abyss was when? Yes, they were all eighty nine. Uh, the Abyss was August ninth. Uh, August. So March. So it was. It was the late. The Abyss was so the, the later of the three. To Leviathan being the middle. Thing, but yeah. uh, Deep Star 6 was the beginning of the year. So and it would have taken it's... some attention away. Yeah. So uh, Leviathan cost $25 million to make. And it only made back like 15.3. But I think that might be domestically. Because I think I saw another number for like Italy for like another $3.6 So Whoa. either way though. I mean at best it might have made its money back over the fucking long haul. Which... Of course, is not what people want to invest in. But yeah, that's it's also probably oversaturation. Like people probably. Plus, I you would know. I'm like thinking so hard right now. I'm like mm-hmm. you would have known that the abyss was coming out soon, and that it was going to be a big James mm-hmm. Cameron movie, right? Lots of so I think a lot of people might have just seen like seen ads for Leviathan and Deep Star Six, and kind of been like. Eh, whatever, you know, like we could go see <laughs> the abyss. But also word of mouth <laughs> probably didn't help 
Leviathan yeah. once people kind of got through the whole thing. Damn, maybe. monster. Well, who was the production company again that did the special effects for the monster? Stan. What was it? Stan. Winston. Oh, for this one. And what is what are they famous for? Mm. He did. Uh, what's he most famous for? For some reason, the movie that's popping into my head is Pumpkinhead, which is not what he's famous for. <laughs> but, uh, but Pumpkinhead looks great. Uh-huh. Uh, he well, oh. he did Jurassic Park, Aliens, the thing. Predator, oh, yeah. Shit, he's Predator. got a huge like. Yeah, he's a big. He's like one of the big people in the special effects oh, world. Shit. Oh, that sucks because this monster was not great. Even like the psychological horror side of the monster was not good. It was like, hey, I'm gonna scare you. Look at your friend. <laughs> you know, like it's just not. Well, <laughs> it was also his. It was his company, so I kind of have a feeling he Me probably have did a, not work on it himself. Because yeah. Predator was earlier and yeah. well, Jurassic Park later, but yeah. I'm willing to bet that he was front and center with Jurassic Park for yeah, sure. But yeah, because yeah. I mean, one of my biggest, I'm, and I know we're not there yet with the monster, but I have to, you know how like they, they try to get rid of the body and one arm or one little limb, one big old limb, you know, ends up surviving the dis- The leg. Which incidentally, they didn't get rid of it. They just shipped it out Yeah, they just the put it in the ocean. That so shit could be fucking like multiplying. Yeah, swallowing up fucking fishies and shit. Yeah, no, totally. So, but, it, but my point being like, there's this weird <laughs> limb that's like crawling around the- The, the leg. The, the, yeah, I was gonna say spaceship. Crawling <laughs> around the <laughs> ship, vessel. And it's just so not intimidating. It's just like, did anybody try kicking it? Like, that's all I could think about. I was like, kick it, smash it. But then, of course, later it feeds and then, you know, it, it like multiplies and it has those little like snake thingies, which is pretty great. But even then they were kind of cute because they had like the short rounded nose, like yeah, the face. With the so teeth. That yeah. made me think of, um, that made me think of uh, Feed Me Seymour, uh, a little supper oh. horror a little bit. <laughs> like, there was, a, like, a slight cuteness to the fucking, like, mm. creature to the point where I was like, well, well now I don't know who to root for. <laughs> well, and so early on, when, it, when they find the vodka flask and uh, Six Pack steals it to drink on his own... <laughs> And then what's her name? Bridget. The Bridget finds him and they both have a drink. Mm-hmm. That's where they have like the one artistic shot. This movie has a, is very shot very like straightforward way, but they have like the one yeah. artistic shot and the, when they drink out of the flask and you see the reflection of her face in the fa- flask and it gets all distorted, weird looking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh, foreshadowed. <laughs> This is That's like pretty neat. Yeah. where the bad stuff is going to happen. Oh, well, she was very much so a tragic character. And like, why couldn't Bridget make it? I, uh, I guess she couldn't have. But I, I really appreciated the progression of the first, like, you know, uh, it's a disease that turns into a monster movie that turns into a body horror, which um, I, I enjoyed. Like, fuck it. Yeah. Give me all the fucking genres. Yeah. Give me all the tropes. Yeah, they get like a rash at first, and then there, and then there was this one scene where he's like scratching his rash like full like full strength, and they and they've already put like uh, mm-hmm. synthetic skin on his arm, and it looks like he's about to rip away the skin. And I know it was kind of fakey looking, but I really like the fact that he was going at it so hard yeah. that he was about to rip his arm open, and I was like, ooh, it was great. It was a good sensation. I, well, 
Yeah, it yes. was reminiscent yeah. of like yeah. the cabin fever, yeah. uh, <laughs> like shaving scene. Yeah, I was, I, I was kind of hoping uh, mm-hmm. that they were gonna something was gonna kind of happen there where he was gonna yeah, like, like it was gonna rip open. I thought yeah. they were gonna come back to that, and then we're gonna see a, a ripped open arm because why would you put? fake skin on an arm if you weren't going to rip it up. Although I guess they did later. Remember, like, they could see inside of it. Yeah. But, but they didn't show yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that's right. They do have kind of yeah. the, the thing where... It's but like, another oh. thing that was... It didn't bother me, but I noticed it multiple times is that... Well, I guess you wouldn't see death scenes because they're not really dead, but you should see the last... The last... The last gra- uh, gasp of their humanity and leaving them, you know, that's something that they didn't, I mean, that's a, mm-hmm. that's a huge part of yeah. these movies, right? Where you, where you see somebody turn like, you know, yeah, human to zombie or like, you know, or, yeah. or, or them fighting that or them just like, you know, letting go. And you never got to see any of those yeah. in any, like, for example, with six pack, um, he goes from scratching a bunch to just being on a, on a table declared dead and then you see things moving on him and shit like that. And then with Bridget, you see uh, the implications of her suicide. Because you never have to do... They don't show right. it like Chris Lydon. They, no. No, or I can't remember which one. They show what it after they find it. Yeah, exactly. So they never show that. So then it's like, those are two huge scenes that could have like been really heavy, intense like at, you know additions to the movie. Yeah. Which I would have appreciated seeing, you know. I mean, yeah. and it, and these are all really good actors. I mean, like they would have fucking like killed the shit out of it. I thought. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they kind of went for that th- the thing. They were kind of imitating the thing at that point in mm. the movie, with the like them kind of slowly transforming and mutating. Slightly. I guess it maintains the mystery, right? Yeah. Of uh, of how the creature is getting them all. But at this point, there isn't much mystery because for those two because it was somehow imbibed in their fucking singular singular cellular form or whatever you want to call it like their the liquid form of of the monster they wouldn't have been a big like you know it would have been just them developing a disease and dying from it so they they could have shown that and they and it would have been like you know an additional gruesome and that was my favorite form of the monster was uh the ranch was when they were the two were kind of oh yeah were, to, were kind of fused Melding. together Melding. and they had the <laughs> the sheet over him and when they pulled it back he was like on his stomach and they were kind of half very the thing. very sensual and I was at first I was like because I I mm-hmm. had seen the movie a long time ago but completely forgot it. And then I was I read a couple of things where they talked about how the monster at the end is kind of a disappointment. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when I was rewatching it, and I came to that part. I was like, "Oh, but the, this monster is actually yeah. cool. That's actually really good." And I didn't realize like that was not the final form of the monster. But it, I kind of felt like I wish it had been because that was <laughs> really like the best I think of the makeup mm-hmm. effects. But then that. that wasn't a, it couldn't have been, well, I can see how it wouldn't have been the final form. Cause it wasn't a super effective monster. Yeah, it couldn't really do much. Like, Cause unless you walk into its fucking room, like you're, he's not going to do much. And I guess I should say they, cause it's plural at this point. <laughs> but, uh, but I did like that they were all melded together and it was all like a horror scene. Yeah. yeah. That was neat. That was neat. I, I always laugh, though, when you get to the scene where, you know, the doctor wants uh, Peter Weller to like, take a look at the rash on his back. 
And he's like, but he's like, but I'm not a doctor. Oh, that's you don't need up. to be a doctor. That's to, you see how fucked up that is. But then he like yeah. he gives him a mask. He's like, is it contagious? He's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, get in there. Get real close. Get a little. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. I know. Totally. I remember chance. thinking like this. Yeah, is like really this isn't safe at all. This is really irresponsible. But I guess that's in keeping with his character. But also, like, I had another of those moments of like when when I think it's Peter Weller. He's like right up on that creature when it's on the, uh, the hospital bed or whatever. And I had one of those moments of nobody in real life would ever do that. You would never, and I think he touches it at one point too. If you saw that in real life, you would keep like a four or no. five foot distance at least. You'd be standing. You would back. be like pressing up against the wall, yeah. like backing up, <laughs> and you wouldn't touch it. Yeah, so like yeah, you would have one of those uh, extended arms. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> and that would have been more. Although maybe that was to show how courageous this geologist <laughs> RoboCop is. Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, he's <laughs> but uh, and then the doctor. I think it's around that time. Also says something that was really funny and weird, and like way too early in the movie, where he's like, "Oh, this." This could be a, an amazing discovery because we could create people who could breathe underwater and work underwater. Remember that? And work underwater. And some, Jesus. And I was like, I was like, first of all, like it's way too early in all of this to yeah. even know what this effect it's having. Way on a too like optimistic, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> and yeah, it's like Nepal. I know exactly. <laughs> You're it's already like, working we can create a, a race of mermen with this. <laughs> it just—it's so, but it's so sad to think like we could have this amazing ability in humans, so they can work. Uh, yeah. Like for fuck's sake, can I take even a mutation? I can't fucking have a vacation. <laughs> Jesus. For a nope, you—you're going to slave away until you die. But you know, and yeah, and that was just way too early. And it was kind of a thing with the alien, where it was kind of like Alien, where or the second Aliens mm -hmm. movie, where uh, you know the corporation wants to get a hold of an, an alien. But in that movie, it makes more sense because the corporation wants to get a hold of the alien to use as a possible weapon, which makes sense because you just unleash it on but your were, enemies. But how? Do, uh, yeah, yes. And it, and it, you know, it's a, it's a sci-fi movie, so yes. But then it's like, that's such a huge leap. Yeah. I totally. mean, to think of a bunch of, yes, amoral mm -hmm. ass, asshole uh, executives in a room talk, you know, that went from talking about mining silver <laughs> to talking about, hey man, I found something really weird down there. It's killing everyone. What if we weaponized and we brought it up here? Like, you know, it's just, who, eat, I'm part of corporate America, and uh, I feel like I've never had a conversation that could ever lead that in that direction. You know what I mean? Like that's so fucking insane. And what what makes it worse too, though, is just the fact that you know the Russians didn't want it to surface. Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, well, so we are no better than they are. And if Putin didn't want it for sake. Because they do want to bring it up, and the Russians specifically tried to, yeah, tried to hide it and get rid of it. But uh, was, was Putin in power already? Or he, I know he was in the KGB before. No, no, that was I think uh, what's his name? Uh, Gorbachev. Gorbachev, yeah, at that point. Yeah. Cold War shit. 
post Rocky three. Oh yeah. <laughs> when uh, Rocky won the Russian people over to love America. Have you seen Rocky three? Yeah, we've seen Rocky three, but I didn't realize that you know that was a surprise. <laughs> he, he Rocky healed the divide between Russia and America. You know Sylvester Stallone. He's a hero. Mm-hmm. I've come to uh, get new appreciation for all of the uh, old eighties action movie stars. Yeah. And how, like, actually they're, I mean, this isn't the right movie to talk about it, but <laughs> I just, you know, like, they were really impressive dudes. And, and, uh, and I, I, you know, like, F, you know, like, you think they're so silly because all they do is, like, the shoot 'em up movies. But and it's really just the two, right? Like, so that's just a little Schwarzenegger. I mean, there's I mean, John Claude the Van but because, you know, he's from Belgium, I guess he didn't get as much attention. But he was really hot for a few years in the <laughs> 90s. Van Damme. I mean, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else. I mean, there's Steven Seagal, but he was always kind of silly with a stupid little ponytail. Yeah. Now, really, Stallone and Schwarzenegger were They're the, the kings cops. of the, the kings. But, they, but Peter Weller, I mean, he's Robocop. Yeah, Robocop. I mean, that's pretty, that's pretty and, cool. Uh, and Buckaroo Bonsai, as you mentioned. But that's more like cult classic. For yeah, sure. yeah. Although, if I had to pick up my favorite Peter Weller, it'd be Buckaroo Bonsai. And he is, it is sort of weird. It is sort of weird, the movie, sort of, on one hand, it feels very science-y, where you have, it's almost like a, on one hand, it feels like it's a science vessel doing science-y <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. But then on the other hand, it's meant to be a mining facility that's yeah. just miners, and they're kind of like very blue-collar, like the first Alien movie where they're like truckers in space. And this is sort of like <laughs> truckers in space. You just space. really cheapened that movie. <laughs> truckers in space. But I mean, this is sort of like miners underwater. It basically. is. But you know, at, earlier in, in the conversation, I was trying to argue why it was so mixed. <laughs> but then it's like, oh yeah, it's a mining expedition, right? And the fact that they had a geologist was supposed to be a big deal. But then that doesn't explain the the, the astronaut. But again, right. she wasn't an astronaut. She was an aspiring astronaut. So they would have gotten somebody with with a, a lot of brains for cheap. But that's the weird yeah. thing, right? Is that it's a work facility that's very much that's supposedly kind of like very much a mining facility, work mm-hmm. facility. So on one hand, it is sort of like weird. I don't know. It's 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 a weird sort of. It's. Enough, I don't think they had that all sorted. They out haven't the sold it. It, ha- it was. It's not sold to us clearly why yeah. there was that few number of people, why it was that mix of people, and how it was all going to work out. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, I also had objections to it, but then it's like, wait, it's futuristic sci-fi. Where the fuck do I know how many people it takes to mine silver in the bottom of the ocean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in Deep Sea, it was <laughs> the deep. Underwater. Underwater. <laughs> um, It was not that many. They no, but they had the explosion. Too, right? There was a huge explosion that killed a bunch of people. Right. That so was, then you yeah. didn't have to think about how many people were there initially. Yeah. We don't even know, technically. technically there could have been a lot of people that were there. star. There's like a thousand contractors. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but so the monster gets. We, what happens after the hospital? Okay, where so they meld. Oh, they meld and then they take him to get. They take him to throw him in the ocean. Yeah. Which okay, so that was actually kind of fun. I like. I kind of liked the part where they were. Something's moving. Yeah, they're there. moving. It's moving. He's not dead. Oh, it was good. I was like, don't open it. Don't open it. <laughs> yeah. But I felt like. But at the same time, it felt kind of wacky that they... It's like, just tell everyone what's just, going on. Why are you trying to keep it secret at this point? 
<laughs> like just it's more dangerous to keep it a secret. I mean, to I show them would be like, yep, yeah, burn it, burn it with fire. It's also a little bit like Return of the Living Dead. Uh, with yes. the uh, the body bag that's moving and yeah. the, the mortician's like, wait, it's moving. Like you can't just burn them alive. And yeah, that was and then that's how we Yeah. Well, and then that's how we lose like fucking GP bags. who's like, you know, the pretty woman butler. Nah, he's not a butler, he's a concierge <laughs> at a fancy Which is like a butler. <laughs> he's a Oh, but, but yes, but throwing them out of the ocean is like yeah, that wasn't fixing shit. That's not the solution. that's just like that. That's that's society's problem now. Plus, as we know from what happens, I mean, they didn't know this at the time, but it just that would have just organisms and shit. Yeah, and, and not to jump to the end, but this movie would really shouldn't have the happy ending that it has because this creature is freely breeding and replicating under the ocean at the end of that Oh, because there's multiple versions of it. Yeah, the like one that it, we saw was just the small arm. I mean, I mean, do mm -hmm. we know that it can't breathe underwater because it mutated It's humans? an underwater creature. Sort of. I mean, it was like a fish monster at the end. But... Mm, why was it? A fish it can monster? breathe underwater, for sure. Well, and go. it kind of... The, the snaky ones are kind of eel-like. Oh, which also reminded me of another great. But what does part. it come from? That means that in the flask, in those microscopic, it's like a. Fish. It's already a fish monster. It's like a, it, yeah. I mean, essentially, it's like a s s tiny single cell, multi cell tadpole, tadpole little or tiny little microscopic creature that's uh -huh. like a sea. That's already creature that, that's already like you know Cthulhu ish that wants to mutate. Whatever it touches, apparently, which isn't a bad premise, into being a sea creature. It's sort of similar to the yeah, beach house in a lot of ways too, yeah. where it's. Mm -hmm. It's finally exactly, you not exactly. to drink the worm when you're having tequila, like uh, like Poltergeist too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we don't see what happens. Exactly. Might alter and your so DNA. It, you might mutate. So technically, the creature that they the six pack. That they threw out into the ocean, he should be out there, kind of. And it's much bigger than the than the thing that was yeah, left over, than the arm that was just kind of like flopping around that nobody kicked when they had an opportunity. And really, as you said, a leg being the thing that survives and runs around in the station is sort of a weird choice. Yeah, because it didn't really inspire any any feelings really, other than like stomp it, stomp, stomp it. But also, it's like that. It's. I mean, I know it's a mutant creature, but, like, at least if it's an arm with a hand attached, it can kind of crawl around with its fingers <laughs> and grab you and stuff. But, like, a foot, it can't, it's like going to hop around mm -hmm. like, or kick you or something. Hello, my dad. It's okay. <laughs> okay. But it pretty quickly turns into a creature. But I did love, I don't know if it was the six-pack creature or where it happened, but there was that great shot where he was reaching out with his arm and it, there was a mouth in the <gasps> oh, palm of that his was, hand. Oh, that was GP, wasn't it? Was that her? Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, like, a, a, when a GP gets scratched by the creature as they're trying to get rid of it, which that's all it took, just a little scratch, the rules are so ambiguous as to how this fucking monster multiplies, right? Yeah. Oh, my dear fucking God. So anyways, he scratches <laughs> GP, who, again, the butler from Pretty Woman, and uh, he is turning... 
and then he he's fighting the doctor, right? And then that's when he like he does the hand thing, and then he's got the the, the chompers on the yeah. hand, and then and then the other two just fucking leave the doctor. I always thought like, okay, Ernie Hudson, you've got so many muscles, why not fucking use them? But no, he never uses his fuck. He never uses his muscles. Yeah, he doesn't do a lot in the movie. I mean, he does plenty as his character, but like the fact that he's like this bulky, strong dude. I'm like, really? You didn't like fight anyone. You didn't pry anybody away from anybody. Like, it's just yeah. a waste. Even the hot chick made out with Peter Weller. Oh yeah, they kind of that out was of a nowhere. A little bit of a forest romance. <laughs> yeah. And they played the, like, really romantic music when they had that discussion. They had one romantic scene, which was a little... Well, the scene was <laughs> dropped a couple of cues, right? So the romantic scene that they had, which I can't quite remember what part of the movie it was. It was early on before the monster, clearly. But it was something like, oh, you're here. you're or, I don't know. Something about how, like, there was a little bit of history, but not too much. But then by the yeah. end, they were full on making out. We're yeah. gonna get married, kind of shit. It it felt forced. Forced. It felt like they did it out of obligation because back then you had to have That's some sort of romantic, like, romantic yeah, yeah. thing. And if you gotta force a romance for the ladies, I don't know what's wrong with you. I mean, women work for the ladies. Well, this was this was well before there was like ninety day fiance, and it, it yeah, lines up yeah. perfectly with this because the the <laughs> job much. was three months. I mean, no, that's it's... not that long, really. <laughs> Ultimately. Ultimately, that's only like a third of a baby. It makes you. Yeah. Yeah. Go. What go I think in other movies like lengthy. The Abyss, they're under they're on their things for a lot lot longer. I think at best they were under the water for a long time. It makes sense three months if it's just like a mining expedition like it's like uh you know like oil rigging and shit. I mean I actually don't know how long people go on oil rigs for but I'm willing to bet that it's about the same between three and six months. Like it's just yeah, like where you're enough, not there enough where you're not there to get fucking crazy and then they have to deal with your psychological issues that they've created in you. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. And deep sea I'm willing to bet that. I mean Underwater. these are these are <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm talking about the literal deep of the sea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the, the deep of the sea, you know, like that's got to be particularly um, aggravating to people. Although I'm a, I'm a scary cat. I don't know that. I don't know if there's other people who are like, no big deal. I got this. Well, I mean, you're definitely isolated in a small space for a long time. But then the, psychologically, the idea that you can't leave at all. Like, that's yeah. really rough. I mean, like, the fact that you can't just, like, walk out of there and just do your own fucking thing or drive away or swim, you know. You can't even swim away. So, yeah, it's... Wait, what is that called? I, I, for some reason, I'm totally blind. The fear? The fear of uh, small spaces. Like, claustrophobia. Like, claustrophobia. Yeah. Does that tea give you a... Did this movie at all give you any kind of claustrophobic feeling you can't at all? leave? Not really. No. Not... Not really. Yeah. Like, I definitely felt it a lot more in Alien than, than this one. But that's already because, like, that was, like, a first-time experience, whereas with this, but like, plus, I've already this kind movie, of... This movie, I feel like, that, doesn't but... really even try to give you that feeling. Like, it, it... No. I don't know that there's anything in this movie where they're, like... They're not conscious. Where they try to make you yeah. feel like, oh, my they God. They should have, though. We're under all this water, and it could we could flood. We could we're the trapped. The only you know. thing, in, the only indication of that was just the whole faulty suit. 
but yeah, none of the yeah, whole the like uh, the pressing the pressing danger of being in a completely mm -hmm. hostile environment. Right. Because it, and which is too bad because that's such a good fucking fear. Yeah, they should have really exploit. Oh yeah, yeah. For sure. Because that's I mean they did it obviously as you were saying it uh, underwater where they had that feeling of claustrophobia and being trapped in a small space and underwater. They did a really good job. Too. Kit, yeah. Yeah, this that was a kind of a miss for this movie that they should have kind of played that up a little. Cause Abyss but that's not that. Peter Weller's issue. That wasn't his... They didn't pay him to fucking make that happen, so that's, don't blame him. <laughs> I, plus, I don't know if I was interpreting this wrong, but at the very beginning of the movie, when they're having the suit failure, and Peter Weller is like, I don't know about the suits, mm -hmm. but... I'm getting all the readings are okay on your suit. That's Remember right. Remember that? Yeah. But like, there's all these alarms going off and red flashing <laughs> lights. And, and it's like. This says it's fine, despite the I know, he's like, the screen says it's fine. But the, like, it's like, dude, there's all these alarms going off and stuff. It's like clearly. Well, I mean, that also, it, it also kind of speaks to the fact that the dude's a geologist. Yeah, yeah. But, and so he's only taught to react to what the, the display, the, the, <laughs> the, the computer display is telling him. Yeah. So if the computer display is telling him, don't press any buttons, everything's cool, even though, like, things are going, I mean, yeah. I only say that because I feel like that's how my work is, where it's like, I don't know what to tell you. My fucking, like, system says it's fine. <laughs> and people are like, no, this is fucking on fire. I'm like, mm -hmm, no. <laughs> So I'm uh I'm on the I'm on the Peter Weller side on this one as well. Yeah, yeah. And it was really Doc's responsibility that he was gonna do. Yeah, like somehow he was gonna go swim out and like fucking fix the suit or something. I don't know. They needed like an IT or, person. Or oh yeah, or I guess what he could have done was troubleshoot the suit that somehow he was trained to do, but not anybody else. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. Ah, whatever, whatever. <laughs> I like Doc too. Yeah, Doc was cool. Richard Credit. I don't know what he's from, but I know I've seen him in a lot of stuff. I know, same. T, can we look him up? What else is he being in? Richard Credit. I think he's a TV guy, too. Let's see. Where are we uh, in the this. story? We kind of... Oh! Oh, he's Rambo. Uh, he Rambo. was in Rambo. He's like the guy Rambo. who's like, I know Rambo from Vietnam. and I'll, I'll... He was the one who kind of talks. We really want to watch Rambo now. That's right. I forgot that. Did you watch the new Rambo? Wasn't That's that fucking tr amazing? Tr the tr brand new, new one? Yeah, the one where he goes to Mexico to kill everybody. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. No. I mean, it's not... It's not a, It's not Rambo good, but it's like additional Rambo good. You know what I mean? Well, it's, 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 it's good by like, today's really action standards. feeling throughout the whole movie because like, the whole movie starts like, life is shit. And then, like, he's got this housekeeper who, by the way, is a really awesome, amazing, uh, accomplished um, uh, Mexican actress. You know, like, also has that mood, like, yeah, let me shit. And then they got this teenage, like, they, he's like an adopt an adopted daughter, right? Yeah. And, like, that's, like, their only, like, little, like, joy in life is, like, seeing this girl grow up. And she's awesome and wonderful and smart. And then she goes to Mexico and then she gets trafficked and shit. And so, and then, like, the housekeeper, like just fucking turns on like the fucking like uh the 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 acting chops and yeah, like yeah. you gotta go do this and save her save her right and so he goes down there and he kills like an entire cri yeah. you know, cartel it's pretty fucking rad oh no and then they come back up to kill him yeah. in the u.s and then he kills him there too it's so good but, but i mean but it also doesn't have the same feelings of like you know <laughs> i did real quick on the rambo tangent i did see the one though where mm -hmm. 
he helps the like Christian missionaries <laughs> in like uh, uh, Asian country. It's like the one before this mm. or two before this. And the gore in that movie is pretty outstanding. Oh. That's where he has like the giant machine gun and people just like disappear in a, a cloud of blood. It's like they disintegrate <laughs> when they get hit. That's it's a, pretty. I didn't know guns like that existed. It's pretty crazy. That's amazing. And like big goopy like blood packs, you know, not like CGI blood, but. Uh... Well, what was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it? that was What's the uh, the franchise last that I'm forgetting about for that Rambo. he did in other movies. Rocky. In? Rocky. Okay, so and even like the the the. We're stuff. totally going on. Like... I know, but you know, whatever. <laughs> We're having a good time. This totally. is only going to take like. Ten seconds. Just a quick digression. Just a quick digression. I also enjoyed the extra Rockies. But Sylvester Stallone was just fucking fantastic, and I love him very much. Also, and just because we have to keep on the the digression, uh, I just heard that uh, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> did a director's re-edit of Rocky Three, which we were just talking about. Which is kind of considered to be one of the goofier Rocky movies. It's the Russia one. Yeah. And apparently he did a re-edit of it that makes it serious and not goofy. Whoa. And apparently it's like really good. Did you guys know that Dolph Lundgren is apparently a brainiac? Is he really? Yeah. Like he's got all these fucking degrees and like, you know, sciences and math degrees. It's pretty cool. Dolph. Dolph. He should have been an astronaut. He was heat man. Mm-hmm. All right, so back to, to Leviathan. <laughs> hey, it's an 80s. It's an, it's 80s, an 80s thing. 80s thing. I, like so, this. I like this a lot. 80s All right. movies. So we're up to the dog yeah. getting eaten up by GP, the butler from a Pretty Woman who had a face in his hand, which right. incidentally looks like the logo from the Santa Cruz skate. No, he yeah. wasn't the butler. He was the guy that worked at the clothing store. No, he didn't work at the clothing store. Oh, he worked he at the, the hotel. Butler? I watched this oh, movie so many times. Oh, he was the butler. He was like the concierge yes. at the hotel. Right? Yeah, okay. And then, like, she was like, oh, she was like, oh, I was trying to go, you know, buy you this clothes. And, like, I had all this money that wouldn't take. And he was like, I got you. And yeah. then he sent her. He people. helps her out. Yeah, he helps nice her out. Tour. It's the eight. No, that's 90s, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's the guy. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, and then, like, yeah. He runs the hotel. He's like the hotel manager, actually. Okay. He's not the concierge. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, go on. I interrupted. What, what, I forgot what I was like. I, another digression. Little <laughs> women. Uh, women. Uh, pretty women. He was pretty woman. Pretty not women. little women. Not little women. <laughs> Which. Which is also. Winona Ryder and little. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we won't go down. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Okay, we were talking about that. Can which then got me diverted to the Santa Cruz skate shop that yeah. has the same logo. Yeah, there's a That's skate where they company. Stole it from. A skate company logo that is that hand with the mouth in it. Except it's, it's not sharp like it, and like yeah. flat teeth, but then like also it's screaming. And it, really? there were times when the eel creature and the hand it sort of looked like it had lipstick on its mouth, which kind of made it, it look was sort of adorable. <laughs> adorable. That was another way it looked adorable. You can't have something with like a flat round nose because it'll immediately look adorable. And it was, they made a point of having some cool, unusual creatures, mm-hmm. but then I feel like there were some lazy creatures, which were kind of the eel ones, where it's yeah. just like a tentacle with a mouth on it. It's I like, never eh. saw one of those guys actually get somebody. Yeah, yeah totally. No. It, mm-hmm. Who got anyone? Did anyone? I guess I mean, 
Did anybody get got by the creature? Okay, so uh, the doctor got caught by the hand with the face with the mouth in it. Um, GP got caught by being scratched by the the amalgam GP monster. Infected, basically. And that is it. And then are, are we at the point where we start seeing the fish monster? Yes. So at this point, now we got a full-on monster walking around, and there's that great scene that at first yeah. I didn't believe. And it's not a great scene. I don't know why. I know why I said that. I'm drunk. So anyways, uh, so Ernie Hudson has a scene where they're running through the corridors, him and Buckaroo, <laughs> and they see the monster in the distance down one of the fucking corridors. And he was like, was that Doc? I could have sworn I saw a Doc. Because oh, yeah. at this point, the monster's doing this trick where it shows you a face on its shoulder of your friends, which is a thing. And, uh, and he was like, I saw a Doc. And I'm like, first of all, Let's be real clear right now. Doc is dead. If you see him, you should run. Yeah. Yeah. At, at that point in the story. But he they, doesn't know that actually, does he? Well, they knew there was a monster around. Yeah. And they knew Doc was dead. And so him sort of being like, oh, maybe Doc is alive. It's like, no, you know, he's not alive. Like, why would you think that he might be alive? There's no way. There's no fucking way. He's definitely <laughs> dead. And there's a monster. They could have played up a little bit more the psychological terror of seeing your friend's face on a monster's body. Although they tried, but somehow it wasn't landing. It, it was just so like, it was more gross than psychologically trying, you know? And they did do they like, made him talk. If they made the face talk, maybe that would have been a little fucking crazy. And they had to do big close-ups of the face to show you it. You know, it was like they got right up on it. it you didn't really see the monster with like... Mm -hmm. Faces and things all coming out. I of feel place. we should look up who was directly in charge of the design of the monster at this dude's company and send them a sad, nasty letter that I'm sure he's gotten many times over the years. Well, it, the, I think the downfall, like what I think probably a lot of people <laughs> don't like, is that like once you get to the final monster, he's not that. Scary. It's just kind of a guy in a fish monster costume. Yeah, with like big teeth, which is which is scary. But it's um, they also go with the narrow sort of piranha mm -hmm. face. Yeah. Versus, and well, the thing I I don't want to be too critical because these people are more artistic than I am. These people are better at their job than I am at my job. So. Like, well, it's primarily just because it's like it, yeah. it's less practical and, and effects also, and more and of a body suit modifiers. Some of the background and in some of these special effects. For me, all I can say is how I reacted to the master, which was like. <gasps> <laughs> it's literally a fish head. Yeah, and he's got <laughs> fish spine, like fin that goes down his back. Yeah, it's almost kind of similar to the. Humanoids from right. the deep Except creatures, for the wide a mouth little bit, them, kind of, yeah. yeah exactly. Can you imagine if it was rapey? Oh. Yeah, unless rapey. Well, I mean, you know, if it, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was like the only way it didn't reproduce. Well, it was partially six packs, so you know, six pack, so it should have acquired some of its like characteristics yeah, yeah. from him, exactly. Although we only got the leg, <laughs> so maybe it was the woman's leg and not his there leg. There you go. The hey, shapely leg. We're, we're like making the movie make more sense. <laughs> we're than making it a sequel does. right now as we speak. So, uh, you know, okay, so. <laughs> third act. Third act. <laughs> third act is the defeat monster. Well, oh, 
You know what I really liked in the movie was uh, when the doctor, he understands the situation they're in and he releases the escape pods. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That was neat as fuck. I was like, oh, that's such a tragic but heroic thing to do where it's like, you know you're fucked. Well, I, and I guess ultimately they weren't fucked because they were able to make it out of there. But yeah. but it's like he made a, a, you know, a decision to say there's no coming back from this. We should save mankind, yeah. and that's always pretty cool when people do that. Which, and they kind of seem to be setting him up to have a dark, like you were saying, kind of a dark, so like there might be something dark. shady, or like he might be bad, but he turns out to actually be pretty much a good guy. Well, he, but, he was set up for a redemption arc. Like yeah. That, you know? But that's fan. also kind of a ripoff of The Thing, mm -hmm. where the Doctor, it's also the Doctor character in that movie, realizes that they're screwed, and he destroys the radio so that they can't radio for help in that movie. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of the same idea. Yeah. I think they probably it lifted is. it from... They from lifted the, a lot of shit. <laughs> but it was cool. I mean, Everybody know, does it, so why not? But ultimately, it didn't matter that if he got steal, rid of yeah. the, the escape pods. Because they were clearly like, clearly swim to the surface somehow. Yeah. It's like, why were you fucking with us? Just swim to the fucking top. And I hate, I, I hate to nitpick again, this is like a complete nitpick, but it's like those suits are designed for pressurizing you to work at the bottom yes. of the ocean. Yes, they're not designed to go up, and they should—they do at least show a thing where it says like compression, compression. Yeah, but it's like. Would a corporation really design their suits to decompress and go to the expensive. surface when they're really only designed to be used at the bottom mm -hmm. of the ocean? That they would have said, "Oh, you don't need to have that feature. Okay, no, you don't need that in the suit because they're well, you never going gonna... to use a fucking bubble." Exactly. You just use the escape pod. So, but whatever. You know, that's not a big deal. But it, it occurred to me when they when they were doing that, I was like, "Eh, that's a little bit." But, you know, whatever. Whatever. We'll let that one go. And it kind of, I don't know, it, it does kind of degenerate a bit into just kind of the monster is sort of chasing, not chasing. Yeah, I really back. did enjoy the last scene where, uh, I mean, once they make it to the top and, and yeah, okay, so they're, they're, they're fucking with your sense of, uh, okay, everything's fine now, we're at the very top, we made it, we're safe. And, I, and yes, I did think like, okay, helicopter swoop in, rescue the dudes. And we're good. And then uh, that whole, and we, and everybody knows, of course, that monster's gonna come do one last hit. But it just didn't feel right. It didn't feel satisfying to see this monster that kind of looked like a shrimp, like a very overgrown <laughs> shrimp when it came up to the surface. Yeah, it looked yeah. like a fucking rock monster. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and it was just like, okay, I guess. And then it got fucking Hudson, and I was like, no, you leave that Ghostbuster alone. I would have ra rather he made it and the girl not made it. I know. Which I know sounds a little rough, but, you know, I've got different loves for Buckaroo and Ghostbusters. Well, it, they completely rip off the end of Jaws, where, you know, uh, the main character puts the, whatever it is, oh, a, a tank of air into the yeah. Jaws' mouth. And then he says, uh, like, say cheese or something, because he's looking at the, through the rifle scope, and he shoots it and blows up Jaws. In this movie, they completely rip that off. They, uh, he puts the flare, which is not an explosive, in case people don't know what a flare is. It's designed to 
make a bright fire on the end of it. It's not something that blows up. But anyways, that's okay. But he puts it... He puts it that's okay. He puts it in the mouth of the creature, and then he says, "Movie man, like say no. hi," <laughs> and then it blows up. But it's like the one, the one lighter doesn't make any sense. No. Say hi, what? <laughs> but they, I think, they should have used those helicopter blades. Oh, that would have been awesome. Chop them up with the helicopter, mm-hmm. and not again. <laughs> I feel like it's not necessarily fair to completely like pick apart some of the things in this movie, but the um, the Coast Guard being there searching for survivors doesn't make sense. No. Because the storm was fake, and we find out that they were reported dead by the corporation, because yeah. we forgot, we didn't mention that... We forgot that part where they got Peter screwed Peter has yeah. random communications with the corporation, and the doctor is able to communicate with some of... Yeah, it's the doctor, right? Who yeah, finds he out. finds out, I think. So they find out that they were reported all dead. Oh, I know. It's, it was a GP who had invested in the stock and was getting... Updated. Yeah, yeah, That's she checked the was. stock. Okay. That was actually pretty clever. Yeah, I like that. They cut, the, they cut the crew off from communication. Yeah. But she was able to sneak around by checking her stock information in the company. Was it the astronaut or was it... Who was it? It doesn't matter. I forget, yeah. But... They find out that the entire crew was already reported dead by the corporation. Like, dun, dun, dun. So there would be no Coast Guard looking for them mm-hmm. when they came to the surface. Because I was thinking when they came to the surface, I was like, oh, okay, like, you're out, but now you're just stuck in the middle of the ocean alone. Like, what are you going to do? But, oh, I have to mention one little tiny detail that I thought was so cute. And really humanized a character and is so fucking minor, you guys might have forgotten. But you know how at the very beginning of the movie, so we've got Buckaroo, like, you know, trying to make sure everybody, like, you know, is following his lead. He's not a manager. He's a geologist who was put in this position. And at one point, he's in his um, his area, his apartment or whatever, he, his pod. Yeah. And he's reading a How to Manage People book. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I thought that was cool. adorable because, like, that's very, like, that really humanized the character. <laughs> yeah. That's something that, like, you know, anybody who's, like, works in a, you know, a team environment, even if you're not the manager, you're like, I, how do I work with these people that are assholes? You know, kind of shit, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. So I, I thought that was super cute. And it reminded me of um, <laughs> Alligator when you were talking about the lead in that movie was also humanized by, or... They acknowledged his shortcomings, or at least his insecurities, because like of his, his hair loss. Hair and stuff. Yeah. yeah, and so I thought, like, hey, that's the one thing that John said. So, <laughs> yeah, where they kind of make a point of showing that he is not an <laughs> '80s action hero; that he's just a regular he's just guy, a regular dude, man. And he really doesn't do any action stuff, right? He pretty much just is. <laughs> now that I think about it, I can't think of a. Uh, let's see. There's a, where they're trying to get rid of the melded body. There's a little bit of fight there, but he doesn't do much. Yeah. And then there's a. Uh, oh, when they're running around the corridors and they get the the girl astronaut Willie, they don't really do fighting there. They just run away, right? Yeah. I don't really oh. think there's a lot of fighting in this movie. Actually, now that I think about it. Another funny thing that I have to point out too was, in the middle of the movie. There's been some murders, and we've seen that Six Pack is mutating in the 
hospital and everything, and things have pretty much gone horribly awry. And then the pretty astronaut woman mm -hmm. is like, I'm going to go for a job. What the fuck? And then she's like happily, she's all kind of smiley and happy and goes for a jog. And I was just like, really? You're going to go for a job? Like, shit's going to haywire. Like, I, I would want to protest about this, except for the fact that I am not an active person. So I don't know how their brains work if they're like, this is intense. I really need this run. It's really going to center me. Like, I don't know how they fucking think. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they get, she just wants to clear her mind. Yeah. You know? If it were me, and she's I had a very strict schedule. Immediately you know, you got to get your work out. I would have taken a drink out of that flask. Uh, <laughs> see what else? I would have been hanging out with everybody way too late. So, yeah, it's just, I'm doomed in this scenario for sure. I can't swim. Mm -hmm. But any at any time I of see the a scene that oh, involves running, I just think of the stylist. <laughs> I just think of the stylist, which is like <laughs> I've got something to tell you. No, no. Oh, okay. I don't run. Lucille Rears. There was a movie. I can't remember what the phobia was, but uh, there is a woman who's trying to you know absorb another woman she's obsessed with. She loves her. She's obsessed with her, and the woman's like a runner. Yeah. And she's like, let's be friends, let's be a runner. And then at the very end of the movie, when she's destroyed her life, and she's trying to talk to the woman because she doesn't know the, this lady's been doing that, she says, I, I don't run. And then kills her. <laughs> it's very great, actually. Totally. Pretty... Hmm. That was for oh, um, the telephobia, yeah. so, which was uh, the fear of imperfection. Good job. <sighs> All right, what else is left? Let's see, we talked about the ending. We talked about the rock crab. Yeah, rock it's lobster. just not. It's final form is rock yeah, lobster. When it, when it pops out of the water, at the end, <laughs> rock it's just no, not rock lobster. Intimidating at all. Intimidating like, all I keep thinking is like punch it, kick it. Like I don't like feel any terror. I just feel like violence every time I see this monster. I'm like hurt it, kill it, everybody at once. I don't know. <laughs> but it is a good overall. I love the movie. I mean, funny. I know we just spent like, what is that, an hour, 17 minutes and 45 seconds talking shit about it, but uh, I really enjoyed the movie. I really liked the uh, the vaguely futuristic yeah, setting. Yeah. I loved Meg Foster. Is it? Yeah, it's Meg Foster with the, with the icy <laughs> blue eyes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. She's fucking great. I loved the entire cast. Mm. Um, I even liked the develop the the pacing of the movie, the development of the of the monster. Yeah, you know, yeah, the monster was was crap, but you know that happens a lot in movies. So yeah, you know, whatevs. But it's but I and then considering um what it was up against in terms of competition with other movies, yeah, there was no way this this movie was going to get a good rating mm. based on the fact that it stole so much from Alien, The Thing, Jaws, at eighty nine. Already, you know, yeah. uh, you know, and like you were saying, T, I think I'm, like this uh, probably part of the reason the movie didn't do well is because it's the thing and alien underwater, and I think probably yeah, it's like stuff that you've already seen before yeah. in other movies that did it better, and so it ends up just kind of being like eh, but I swear uh, I've seen more recently 
people mentioning this movie and talking about this movie. Really? And it feels like it has kind of a cult following that's developed. Because I feel like, you know, um, I missed it my first time through the 80s. <laughs> Since I was all of eight when this movie came out. But uh, looking back now at movies that you haven't watched, you know, uh, that are... Well, you know, you, you try to watch... All, all the the big ones, even though I haven't seen The Abyss, and you see how horrified you guys were when I told you that. But uh, you know, you you go back and you know, oh, these are the good movies that I can watch. Uh, <laughs> it's really nice to go back and find one that's not that talked about that has an amazing mm-hmm. cast. Yeah. And uh, the actually the the plot. The storyline is really solid. I really enjoy it. I mean, you, you you did bring up a couple of like plot holes for sure, but uh, you know, it's sci-fi. You're just gonna sweep on by those. It's, yeah. it's the future. We, we figured out those plot holes in the future. So I enjoyed it a bunch. I thought it was really great. Yeah, mm. Monster was disappointing, but there were so many different good things about it that I didn't really care that much. Yeah, like I'd still give it a passing grade. I just think the the third act is primarily what weighs the movie down more yeah. more so than just the way that yeah, it kind of like pulls from other things that we it, have. It already doesn't seen. know. It feels like the third act doesn't know what they want to do. Like on one hand, it feels like there should have been this kind of action, you know, all craziness, yes, people running action, around yeah. doing more action, and then. They kind of didn't do that, but then at the same time, I don't know, like the pressure and the drama, like the time scale, like we have to get out of here to get rescued, that didn't quite work. I feel like Underwater, the movie, really, it's basically a remake, and it was remade (laughs) much better. Yeah, it is. I know, it's kind of crazy how much Underwater is the same as this story. And then on top of it, it's like, not only do we make it better, here's Cthulhu. You yeah. know, like, it's just, it's it's really, it, it really emphasizes how good that movie is underwater. <laughs> Although, not to take away from Leviathan, because, like, it didn't know it was competing yeah. with something 40 years later or 30 years later. And, um, but I, I love that every everything that I had an objection with in Leviathan was resolved in underwater. Yeah. You know, like, the uh, the underwater scenes that look kind of fake, not in underwater. They look yeah. fucking fantastic. Yeah. The um, what else? The, the 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 monsters in in underwater are so much better, and um, I didn't mind the characters too much in underwater, but I do believe they were. I like the cast better in Leviathan. Yeah. But I do believe that Kristen Stewart did a really good job in underwater. Yeah. Well, they had that same character, like the six pack character in yeah. underwater. With did what's they his have, name? He wasn't that bad though. Well, he. He was. I feel like he his role got cut down because of his controversies, oh, which yeah. happened right at the same time that that movie got made or came out. I mean, who was it again? I'm forgetting. I'm blanking. Is it TJ? <gasps> oh yeah, like dude from Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, he had right at the time that movie came out. He had all those controversies, and I suspect mm-hmm. they chopped his role down in that movie. That's a pretty good assumption. But he was kind of that same character, the comedy. Yeah, the 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 fuck up comedy comedy routine dude. Yeah, and they kind of have. So really, Le- Leviathan just needed the Optimus Prime dialogue towards oh, the end of yeah, the movie yeah, like that the, the underwater had. The sacrifice <laughs> right before she blows the yeah the, nice. the monologue. <laughs> 
definitely. But there was no sacrifice because they made it. Yeah, and they had a happy, a full-fledged happy ending. And they got married, and they had babies, and they lived happily mm. ever after. And he punched out the corporate lady. Oh, I forgot about that. That her was out. a very like, look at this very justified. <laughs> I know it's like. She and I was, was like, a, she, she did a bad have character, a, she was but a bad still, but still, like, no, and no. he's like, she's like the. Uh, the one woman is like, how are you feeling? And then Peter Weller is like, I'm starting to feel a little better now after he punches her out. Maybe if you like pushed her into the water yeah. with the rock lobster. <laughs> like, go, go deal with that shit. Excuse me. That would have been milder. Like, you know, like pushed her into the water would have been a little better, I think. But really, Because yeah, when you're like, you know, punching, you're like, ah, it's a little abrasive. But <laughs> also she did kill try to kill them yeah she put so there was a lot of justification behind that violence yeah but still you don't want to approve but it's violence. done in such a casual it is way it is like, in a comedic uh, way it's where it's like weird. no no it's a little weird it's a little weird but still but it but no this movie though like they didn't realize like they weren't really thinking through the creature they had created because really at the end of that, it shouldn't have been a happy ending because, as we're mentioning, is that thing is fucking still larger, out there. A larger portion of itself. Well, and if if it's kind of like the thing where you only need to be scratched, you only need to have a few cells of it put in you to turn, then even blowing up the creature at the end where they put the thing in its mouth and blew it up, all that material, even if it kills the creature, all that material could still infect other But even creatures. if we call that dead, the one that got released at the very bottom of the ocean, yeah. I mean, that fucker is just eating guppies all fucking yeah. day long and just getting to be the size of, like, the Pacific garbage patch. And that shit's just gonna come for the continental United States any yep. minute now. Yep. <laughs> it w- any minute now. This movie could sit, could the sequel to this movie could be humanoids from the deep. <gasps> Where they rape Mendocino? And they come, and because, all because of Six Pack. Because he's Oh, the, he's so rapey. That's why the creatures in Who Waits for the Total Deep sense. are rapey because they are spawned from Six Pack's creature. And that dude was an asshole. It, it's it's all part of the Leviathan cinematic universe. Thank you. Which will <laughs> will be coming out soon to we'll compete with, with the Marvel universe. <laughs> we're all tired of fucking his superheroes. And also to compete with the Universal <laughs> Dark Universe. Uh, their oh, did that, totally. did, is that coming out? I thought that died after the movie. Oh, it died. Yeah, it died which just fails multiple times. It's so, <laughs> it's so sad. That, like, I was looking forward to it. I new, mean, not Oh, it totally died. Movie, but, you know, I was like, that's a good idea. Oh. The... the the universal dark universe, uh, they tried to do it with uh, Benicio Del Toro werewolf. And, and he's it amazing, failed. Benicio. And they tried to do it with Dracula. Do you have any beer left? No. Oh, all right. With Dracula, drink. and it failed. And they tried to do it with, what was the other one? There's, a, there, I think, three attempts at, the, at that cinematic universe. That sucks, because that's a good idea. That's just not somehow they didn't get it right, and I'm not criticizing the uh, the creators because I don't know how to make it right, but that's a good idea. Well, I mean, just to nerd nerd out for a second, technically the Universal monster movies are the first 
I'm pretty sure are the first shared Bye -bye. universe. Oh, oh, shared universe. Oh, that's why you were saying that before. Yeah. Where they crossed over with each other back in the 1940s and 30s or whatever. So technically, they kind of did it first, but yeah. whatever. But yeah, the Leviathan shared universe will be pretty. The Bat universe will be pretty awesome. We can figure out how to get. We're not really watching Deep Star Six <laughs> though, so. We can maybe we can figure it out later. <laughs> yeah, we'll I don't know. add that in later somewhere. So keep reaching for my empty glass. I I kind of want to. I do want to rewatch Deep Star Six because I'm pretty sure I've seen it, and I'm pretty sure it also has a monster that looks like a lobster in it. I think if I remember right. Turns and then out they all the, uh, head to Japan to be in Monster Turns Super. out I don't care. Because there's for, some I giant mean, lobster I will there. I eat lobster, but turns out I like butter. Yeah, Salted yeah. butter with lemon. That's that's the only part. Of, I mean, like, the texture's cool, but it's like, I could get the that's same That's understandable. Like plump marshmallow or some shit. <laughs> some fake crab. Mm -hmm. Those imitation crap. Well, we've been going on for a good old long time now. Oh, wow. Hour and hour 28 and minutes and 19 seconds. I yes. feel like we've, longer, we've uh, defeated the movie. Longer than the movie? Yeah, we've defeated the movie. That was a, like an hour and 20 something movie. It was shorter on the shorter side. But we did talk about Rambo a lot. Yeah. So. It was. I mean, that's just like decent nostalgia at its finest. Uh, but looking ahead, okay, this is a wrap-up of Aquaphobia. Uh, so we got a new phobia starting in August, and we're going to be doing the Fear of Wealth, which is Plutophobia. Uh, now, we did not sit down yes. to discuss what our next selection is going to be, but obviously we'll, now, we'll, we'll get that situated and we'll have our full schedule posted on social media in the coming days. I was like, well, then let's fucking do it. Society. Society. That's definitely a sneak preview. Okay. Cool. Absolutely. I'll be in Tahoe next week too, so yeah, well, we'll do we'll do that one first. Beautiful Tahoe. Nice. Oh, Society eighty nine. That's another nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, the late eighties were good for horror movies. The like eighty six, eighty through ninety. Like, there's a bunch of stuff that came out during that time that's really good. Yeah. I really like our new setup with the couch. Mm -hmm. I think it's better than couch and chair. I think this is more comfortable. Nice. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's all about. Uh, so with that being said, we are going to wrap things up here tonight on Hands with Scare. Thank you so much for tuning in for our wrap-up of Aquaphobia. Uh, this has been episode number 70, talking all about Leviathan and a bunch of, like, 80s action movies on our tangents. Uh, and we'll see you guys back next week as we kick off our new phobia and talk society and uh, the body horror elements of the uh, flesh orgy. <laughs>